This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDaring.com. Today is July 11th, 2016. Calhoun in the building. We yep. United States, we in Atlanta, we black. It's only one thing we talking about. No matter what your color is, it's only one thing to talk about these days. And, and we waited a little longer. So yeah, we tried to let venom and hateful you know, rhetoric spewing to see how some of these things unfold. Yeah, so we trying to do... Cooler heads prevail and go like that, but y'all be responsible. You're more responsible than normal. I mean, we did a podcast. It was podcast eighty about Mike Brown and the Ferguson. This is what podcast one fifty one fifty one fifty one. So, and podcasts aren't weekly; just whenever we do them. And so, it just show you that nothing has changed. And so, we can start off. Everybody knows what happened. Alton Sterling. Castle, I can't pronounce his first name. I know. For pain, I, I'm sorry, I don't want to mess up his name. But rest in peace to those two young men. Also, the cops and the sniper, um, Makai Johnson, the cops who got killed. Rest in peace to them because everybody had somebody who loved them. But I don't say rest in peace. Okay. I mean, personally, the casualties of war, right? You got to break a few omelets to make. You got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. This is the to every action there's a reaction. So when our lives are being violently taken from us, then this is what happens. So you listen, you need to be on the right side of things. And as long as you're on the wrong side of things, these things may happen. Were they good cops? I don't know. Were they good people? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I, no one, you never want to see someone die, but when this is continuously happening, then eventually, violence begets violence, right? Yeah. And in that response, there's not enough of it. I agree. We talked about this, and so I told you, my man, I only had a, one, two problems with this. One, it wasn't in Baton Rouge or Minnesota. Like, those departments should have felt that pain. Exactly. And then the second was that Dallas had a black police chief, so you had him having to go out there and defend it, which is some kind of cynicism toward some a, a, a little of irony toward the whole situation. But as far as what happened, I wasn't against it or whatever. And so, regardless of how it may feel, because I'm sure uh, some may hear this and have their viewpoints of it. So fucking what? So what? Yeah. This is this. Uh, this is what happens, and it's not even in this point when you talk about this. It's not even race, because there's a lot of black people who, in, who instantly was like, "This isn't the way, not like this. This isn't how you attain justice." Well, let me tell you something. Talking, marching, protesting is not how we got it either, and we still don't have it. We're still talking about things that happen. Five years ago, 10 years ago, 50 years ago, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, since we've been here. So all that walking, holding hands is not the answer. I told you this, and you disagree with me on this. This isn't the cops versus black people problem. This is a white privilege and white power problem. And the police is one of the last bastions that a Joe anybody can... Yeah. So the police is one of the last bastions where Joe anybody can have a little power. Because during our grandparents' day and our grandparents' day was Jim Crow, right? So right. if you had a business or if you, you just had any power, if you were white, whatever. Hey, you can't sit here. Hey, you can't do that. The government enabled you with that type of power. Right. So now with the end of Jim Crow, the end of segregation, the end of all that stuff, Joe anybody's don't have power. You got to go work at the factory right next to Dunning. Right. If you bought, you got to go work at Delta right next to Ahmed. And so as their power is getting taken away 
bit by bit. There are only a few places, either you be a manager or you be a supervisor, for most people, or you can be a cop. And the cop is the only place that an average, an average person, for lack of a better term, can have some type of power. And that's why I say that this is more of a white power, white privilege problem. Because if you still, if you have all the conversations going, read some of the comments, in mass, they still don't get it. And I tell you this all the time. Who wants to lose their power, right? No one. So as a group, if, if I'm getting my power constantly taken away from me, constantly taken away from me, then I have to do something to keep make sure I keep a little bit of my power. So you making certain faces. What are your thoughts on that? So I never... I never did the the whole black power. I don't think it's white power at this at this juncture. I think it's more judicial. I think it's more our system. If we had more, if they had more consequences to their actions, I mean, I think that's part of the overall problem, right? So again, it's just like taking away power. You can physically take away power, or you can say, if you do this, this will happen. So I I, I think that that's I think that that's the infrastructure in place. To stop what I'm talking about. So they both can be right. There's room for both of those. I don't think it's just you put in. I think infrastructures will help deter them. But it still won't change their minds or whatever. So you think this is a white power problem? Yeah. A white privilege, white power problem. I don't know. I, I can't just say it's a white power problem. Okay. Um, to some degree. Because that... Because that I mean that plays a part in it. So to to some degree, yeah, uh, I give you that. But I think more so now. Like I said again, it's, I think it's it's our justice system. Because how can you how can you receive justice, right? If the cop who kills you is going to the DA who he's been working with, and the judge who they've been seeing in the same county he's been working, right? Okay, so they bring it to indictment. So if they don't get indicted, that's one thing. And they're not going to get indicted. But if they get indicted and found not guilty, because that has happened too in certain situations. And that's the, that's that's and that's why. And that now at that point, a lot of that is community, right? It's not just the judge saying not guilty, and is you can have a jury trial with people. We have a guilty. jury of twelve whites, sir. And that's why it's not just a. That's why it's a white privilege or white power problem. But that goes right back to why it is a judicial problem. Because they're going to pick... There's jurors. rule for both. They both are a problem. I they get both it. are a problem. So, the solution not granted. And this is what we come to today because every day we discuss some of these problems. And we come up with different solutions to these problems. And even though it's not the sexiest thing... Uh, and even though it's not the greatest thing, of course, killing the cops wasn't to me was not all that uh, heinous. Well, let me say this: that got everybody looking. That got everybody's attention, and that's exactly what we needed to do. Every, before this, we're gonna use some famous white people. Before this, Donald Trump wasn't even thinking about it. Oh, oh, this, oh, that, whatever. Newt Gingrich wasn't thinking about it. Mm-hmm. They shot them Thursday or Friday, whatever that was. That evening, New Gingrich got in there and said, hey, America is different for black people than white people. I finally realized that now. Donald Trump, we need to sit down and learn how to discuss our differences together. People would never talk like that. Years of public publicity, they've never talked like that. And naturally, they got everybody saying, whoa, hey, now we need to come to together to the table and talk. Because like you like our good friend Mr. Mob used to say that I ain't get your mind right. When you know there are real consequences to your actions, it ain't no more just kicking the little guy, not a little guy fight back. Like I mentioned, they only understand two things money and violence. And the thing about violence, violence grab your attention immediately. Money, we talked about this today. Money is a longer term solution. That's more of an intermediate to long term solution. Exactly. Violence gets Violence gets everybody together today, this minute, this second. Hey, now now let's talk. Now let's talk. Yeah. Now let let's now let's see where we going here. Oh, oh, what y'all was saying? You see what I mean? But this protesting and shutting down highways, the only thing that you're doing is making somebody who's worked a ten hour shift and trying to get home late in home. I told you before all this stuff started. What I said? I'm not doing another protest. I said that. I've done enough protests. 
I'm not about to get out here. One, I'm not in revolutionary shape. Two, I'm not doing that. That's nothing but a dog and pony show. When are we going to get action? They want you to protest. That's why they keep pushing Martin Luther King. They want you quiet. They want you docile. They want you, you know, submitted. They want you to be begging the oppressor for your justice. That's what they want. That gets nothing done. You know what that gets done? Some some raggedy lines from your local politician about how things must change and nothing changed. That guy killed them cops. Now let's sit and talk. And it's just that simple. Now that would have happened in more than one from my understanding it's been happening and they're not reporting it. So go figure. Of course media has a mind full of silly games. Go figure. Because I was speaking with someone and he was like he was in, in, in New Orleans and it was like they killed three cops. And you haven't heard nothing about that. And then they're going to keep putting it out. You know why they're not going to put that out? Because they don't want you to get that kind of they don't want you to get that kind of momentum. They don't want us to be around here going, kill these cops and we'll get our justice. But in all honesty, you need to kill these cops to get your justice. But me and you talked about that yesterday. And everybody not gangster. Even these gangsters aren't gangster in that regard. These fuck these these people in the in these hoods has killed their own kind, these blacks. They're pit bulls, like I've been saying, they're pit bulls in their communities. They're poodles when it comes to these cops and these whites. So he can go and kill his neighbor, and he can go and kill someone in his community, but what he's not going to do is bear on to kill these cops. Let's be honest. Let's just be honest at first and foremost. How many people really, really ready to take a life? Who's going to take a life? I mean, that, that's what we talked about yesterday. So everybody can jump up and say, let's kill these crackers, let's kill these cops, let's kill this. Ain't nobody going to I mean, do I'm going to use what you used yesterday. In the Batman. In Batman, the one with the Joker. The Joker did his social experiment. He said, you know, and they may have been movie ties a little bit, but hey, two boats. One of these boats will blow up the other knowing their life is in danger. It's here by the other. And the guy jumped up. Everybody's afraid to get their hands dirty. I'll do it. I'll do it. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. I told you yesterday. I said, because you had, we'll get to solutions, but you had a, and I don't want to, I don't want to use the word radical because these are not radical solutions because when you have these type of times, these aren't radical solutions. These are the solutions that have been instigated by what's going on. So, if you want to get your hands dirty, right? Now, we both mid-30s and we don't have any kids, right? So, let's get something going. So, what you want to do, i do it with you. You let me know, right? Yeah. What you want to do, just let me know and we can get it going. I already got my stuff in order. I told my sister how I'm going to, because it's, it's kamikaze now. Uh, that's what we're going to call us, a black kamikaze, if it happens. So you want to go down here and do it? But here's the thing. It'll be two of us <laughs> downtown, and that's not going to get far. One. Two, nobody else is joining that, that crusade. Stop right there. I told you this other day. Uh, I told you this later on. Cause we're going to get to this guy in a minute. Okay. After the game did something, and we're going to get to the first thing I said was, who wants to go out for these ungrateful motherfuckers? <laughs> they shot the boy Wednesday, shot the boy Thursday, Friday. You got black people hugging cops saying thank you for your service. <laughs> who the fuck want to go out like that for them? Mr. M.O.B. said the best black people are the worst. <laughs> they are the, and they are. So far, and anyone who's watching this and anyone who's listening, so far there's been a hundred ways to do nothing. And nothing ever gets resolved. No one ever comes together. No one ever does anything. No one ever has the courage or, 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 or even the inconvenience, to inconvenience themselves to make change. And I want to start right here. And I hate to keep throwing, I hate to throw these guys up because we shouldn't be looking to rappers and entertainers as the pillars of our community. Because Lord knows. They're not. They're not. But this guy took Coon into a whole nother level. The game. The game. I, I actually got some flack on that when I was on Facebook. <laughs> of course. So, expl- let's explain what happened. So explain we- what happened. You tell me. So, so they started to go funny. Well, we're going to get to that. So, Thursday, the gang sent out this long Instagram post about he tired of this shit. We, everybody just oh, say they talking. It's t- the time for talking. It's the quit. Blase this, blase that. Oh, he did? Yeah, on Thursday, dude, he sent a long Instagram post. Okay. It's time for us to stand up 
and you know take you know stand up and confront this and you know do it up. You know what this motherfucker does? His son. Who's his son? Now nah, he said he did it after speaking to his son. Okay. He said he started he went and started GoFundMe page for a white officer. Now let me say this: there's nothing wrong with white officers doing good in the you don't community. Have to give a disclaimer. No, no, I'm saying I feel that. I feel like what he's doing is commendable. You know, he's going above and beyond his 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 reasons for whatever his reasons are. But there are a million other ways you could have helped. You could have started GoFundMe for the kids or the deceased victims. You could have started GoFundMe for the women or the, the wives. Of, so many different ways. How do you fix your mind to go from what's going on to starting to GoFundMe? For a white cop, so you can buy, go buy, buy more toys and shit for kids and stuff. Like, that's all well and good. That can be done later. But today, right now, that shouldn't have been the solution he came up with. And to me, that took Coon into a whole nother level. But what took it to a level beyond that was the responses that most of the people gave. Now, of course, there were some people saying, what I'm saying, hey, you could have done something better. Don't give it to no white cop, whatever. But it was more people defending what he did. Love is the solution. You guys are just evil monsters. Then it was criticizing. I'm sorry to cut you off for that, but go ahead. What you were gonna say? So there's a cat, William. There's this, there's this beautiful, uh, very intelligent and loving uh, Caucasian uh, woman who's in the group that I'm in, and she posted it. And she, uh, not only did she post it, she gave it to the cause, and and that speaks volumes to her and her kind. Uh, and of course, I was like, "This is." I shook my head at it, and, then, and a couple of individuals was like, "Why did you shake your head?" And I was like, "Well, because it's a positive post, I don't want to say negative." The reason why I shook my head is because it's laughable. Excuse me. These things happen in. It's happened in New Orleans, and it happened in Minnesota, and you gave you started a GoFundMe for a cop in Arkansas. Uh, because he hangs with black, uh, because that's what I'm saying. Like, my, my, I don't see how you. It doesn't even make sense because he's been on, because he's been on social media and he goes around black kids and this stuff has happened. I first seen the cop not so long after the Mike Brown thing, and he just shows how he's supposed how he goes around the community. They're raising fifty thousand dollars for this cop. They're at thirty six as of this morning. Thirty six thousand dollars. That could have that could have went to a college fund for the, the for the guys. It's for, six kids who lost their fathers out of all. It could have went to a college fund. It could have went to a. It could have went to just money to to support these kids. Oh, the, could have went to the winners. Yo, to support them. this four year old lost her dad. She witnessed it in front of her eyes. Instead of starting to go fund me for a cop doing his job. Because that's what he was doing. He's doing his job. There's nothing special about this cop. This cop is doing what all cops are supposed to do. And it's a shame. This speaks volume to where we are. Because for us to even to even think that that's something to be praised, he's doing his job. Do you get a fifty thousand dollar tip for doing your job? I don't get it for my job. My barber doesn't get it for his job. Your trash man doesn't get it for their job. Why are we tipping the cop for doing this? They're public servants. And for someone to link their name, like the game, to link your name to such foolishness, and for us to even praise it. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's, it's disgusting. And so why would you go out your way to, to stand up for it? To even get justice for the rest of these niggas. Because if you get justice for them, there's a, there's a guy named Chris. And uh, he, he's, uh, he's uh, one of the, one of the uh, people who work. He's, he's one of the guys who work next to my mechanic. And he's always so full of, he's so full of knowledge and stuff. I love talking to him all the time. He's animated like hell. But anyway, I, I gave my points. And he summed up my points and just... In a sentence, you know, I was talking about what we, you know, trying to get. It. And he was like, "the the poor and impoverished will have no hand in their liberation." And who's more poor and impoverished than blacks? And who's sitting on their th- on their hands, 
who's not going to have a hand in getting that liberation? Who's not going to have a hand in getting that justice? Who's not going to have a hand in making laws change? Blacks. We're not. Who was watching CNN earlier? And to show you what they think about us, uh, a white cop that was in internal affairs was saying that blacks are more prone to violence. He said that on national television. Without any fear of repercussion. No fear, and guess what? There will be no fear of repercussion. There is no fear because there will be no repercussions for that. Because that's how they think about us anyway. So he can say something reckless like that. And that's disgusting that we're in this state as a country. No laws change with Trayvon Martin. No laws change with Emmett Till. No laws change. And go back to Emmett Till. No laws change. No laws going to change now. Guess what? Guess what laws going to change? Blue lives matter. You were telling me about the laws they changing in New Orleans anyway. Before this happened. That's just going to lie. <laughs> this is how much they respect us. This is how much they value our lives. You say black lives matter. And then people come out of the woodwork. With what? Blue lives matter. All lives matter. All lives matter. You're disgusting. You're despicable. And we're on to And this is why this is a white privilege and white power problem to me. This is why I feel this is a white privilege, white power problem. Because these are your average everyday Tom and Dick you're working with. Tom, Dick, and Harris you're working with. This ain't a cop. This ain't anybody who's... This ain't this a regular person who's saying blue lives, but anybody who hide behind the camera, these are the people who are saying this, and these are the people we're integrating with, and these are the people we socialize with. Who, yeah, in your faces, ha 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 ha. But hey, you keep your nigga ass over there when it count. I'm gonna stay my white ass over here when it count. Uh, and I think that's the problem. But here's the here's the conundrum in all of this, and here's why. When we start talking about some of our solutions, which we should get to, and why I didn't agree. So I, I guess I'll hold it. So with all the stuff that's been going on lately, and with all of the killings, both sides, cops and blacks, and here's the difference. We're sick of it. And at some point, you have to get to a point where you're not going to take it anymore. For every action, there's a reaction. There's a reason why I didn't march this whole weekend. There's a, there's a, there's a valiant reason. I'm not doing it anymore. That gets nothing done. And then they, I'm going to show you how much they spend on facing these coons, these turncoat slaves, these just awful black men. And we don't have a lot of them. But in response to the marching, peaceful protesting that's been going on here in Atlanta, we've had two major black figures say something against it. One was Andy Young, and I laugh at all these older civil rights guys, and I'll tell you why. Because they're nothing but coons and they're just in the payroll. They're just tongues. So you're John Lewis, you're Andy Youngs, you're Jesse Jacksons. And now Sharpton, who never was a part of the civil rights movement, but he act like he is, they're all they're all hindrance right about now. But we had Andy Young and Kasim Reeves, and you take it from here. They had a message for all those marchers and protests, those peaceful protests and those peaceful marchers. Well, first they said they said they, they weren't even counting them as peaceful protests. They were like they were just basically keep motherfuckers just protesting just cause, just because they could or whatever. They had no solution. They just protested just because it's cool to protest right now. That was kind of the speech. And the chief, the ch- police chief, he'll, um, things like Jer- Judge George Turner or something like that. Anyway, all their messages message is basically the same. And this is a bigger problem with all of this, no matter what the color is. Hey, my officers are tired. You guys need to do something else besides protest. I tell you what we should do. Instead of protest, it's your fucking right. Now I get out there for that. So instead of praising these young people for protesting peacefully, and instead of doing, instead of heaping on more praises, you're complaining, and you're saying, "Hey, your freedom of voice, your freedom of speech, you should shut that down." And what we should do is, because our cops are over, are working too hard, our public servants are working too hard. You all need to go home. And this is Kasim Reeves, black, the chief of police, black, right? Yeah. And and this joke of a guy. 
Andrew Young. All of them are a joke. They're nothing more than puppets. They're turncoats. They're Uncle Toms. They're nothing more than just some slave mentality black men. And that's why they're in the position they're in. Because you're too much of a coward to stand for what's right. And for three... What has it been? It's only been like two or three days. This is the fifth day today. So, it's not even ten days of protesting. And it's not like no one's riding. Everyone's being calm about the nonsense. Everyone's calm. Everyone's just trying to... Instead of exercising exercising their rights, or instead of showing their frustration in a physical manner and burning shit down, which I think would be more productive than sitting here peacefully protesting. And you can see what peacefully protesting gets. I've already mentioned, how can you protest the police who are being monitored and protected by the police? That, that negates the whole protest. And one of the guys, we were looking at a video on CNN, one of the guys was saying that the police need to be pro- they need to be monitored by the community. They need to answer to the community. I think that, and I know you want to get to the solutions later. I think there's some immediate solutions that can be done okay. to ease this. Right, Not so this particular incident, but so just in general. Oh, okay, go ahead. So one of the solutions you can do is suspend the officer without pay. It you shouldn't kill any motherfucker and get paid sitting on your ass not working. If I fuck up at my job, I don't get paid to sit on my ass until they figure out what what happened. Right. You, the local trash man, local trash man crashed that crash that garbage truck and all the trash fall out, they're not gonna say, Hey, go home, get paid, and we'll take care of it. And then once we figure out what happened, we'll come get you. That happens nowhere in the real world. And it shouldn't happen with least of all least of all police. Because the underlying problem in this is no matter if you're black, white, whatever, anybody who hides behind a badge, who has a badge, there's a God complex that comes with it. Of course. And now the community is questioning. Now the people are questioning the God complex. And you can see how disconnected they are from the community because they can't even acknowledge it in their responses. Everybody's saying, not even the people on the ground saying blue lives matter, not random people. I'm talking about if you talk to a cop, cops aren't even speaking out saying this was wrong. No cop. It's one girl who got on there and said that. You talked to a cop the other day, a black man, and this is where the gauntlet has to be laid down. With, with black cops, you have to decide either you're a black man first or you're a cop first. And that's your own individual choice, but until you decide which way you roll, that's going to help the community decide. Because if all the black cops got together and said, look, we're black, this is, we need to talk to our white counterparts. This will not happen while we're all working in the same force. Somewhere like Atlanta, like you said, the police chief could have got on there and said, look, we know we have a problem dealing with the community, you know, certain citizens of the community. We're going to do a better job of holding all of our officers accountable. We're going to we're going to have an officer. Each officer holds each other officer accountable. That's what you do in sports, in football. You got to hold the guy next to you accountable. Because if you block and he don't block, the play go to hell. If you don't take a block, then somebody don't get to make the tackle. Everybody has a job and we all have to be accountable to each other. So this works. Even more so with police because we're talking about lives and stuff like that. And, and the most important thing, life. So for me... I think the biggest problem is that police, especially black police, haven't thrown down the gauntlet and said, this is what we're standing for. This is what we're not standing for. So, For this police chief here, his name is George Turner, for him to say something like, I don't want to be critical of another situation, and he urged police to allow the investigation to continue. You Uncle Tom, you scared coward, you turncoat, you disgrace to your race. Pussy. I mean, right now it's not the time for that. I, I, I just think it's... And that's why we're at the point where we are. Because if you're black in a uniform, you might as well treat them like they're white. Because you're not standing for us. You're not with us. You chose who you with. You're with them. So if you go with them, then be with them. If someone kill them, so what? So what? You're part of the problem just like they're part of the problem. And since nobody want to solve this, since nobody want to make, since we can't get any justice, then we have to act accordingly. For our 
This didn't even happen here in Atlanta. Which, by the way, a day or two later, a black man was found hanging in Piedmont Park. And without any autopsy or any viewing of the camera, they ruled it a suicide. Which now the mayor is asking for FBI help. I mean, right now this got swept under the rug by the media. Right now, nobody even gonna, this is, nobody's even going to ask about this. And this is the problem. This is the problem. And they're just going about it. In a couple of days, they go about it like nothing happened. Until next month when another black man is killed and there's another outrage. And so stop right there. That's been the problem with our country as a whole. So even if you listen to a lot of the rhetoric, Mike Brown happened. Like you say. Rhetoric. Rhetoric. Freddie Gray had. Everybody rhetoric. had it. It's rhetoric. Er, after, listen. People act like this country has been. like Listen. After Eric Gray, we could have killed the rhetoric. Because there's nothing any police chief nowhere, no cop nowhere, could have justified what happened with, with Eric Garner. So you want to sit here and say because Mike Brown stole the cigarillo, he should deserve to die. Then, then you deserve to get what you have coming to you also. But Eric Gardner here, hands out, saying, please leave me alone. And then getting choked out. And six of you, six of these off-duty officers, officers standing by, no one indicted, but the guy who recorded it. So after that, we really had justice. We really could have just burnt this motherfucker down. I said early on when I was speaking with you, and I've been to the Trayvon Martin protests. I take you back even further than that. I went to Detroit Davis. Went to the Mike Brown. I want to go out there now. But for what? For the show? Because that's all it is, is a show. Until blacks are ready to get justice. We can't keep begging for justice. We can't keep asking our oppressors for justice. Because they don't see it like we see it. The same CNN interview, he's saying blacks are prone to violence. Like they said, y'all setting up DUI checkpoints and roadblocks, roadblocks in our neighborhood. With the job I have, I've been in white neighborhoods. And as I was explaining to, to uh, Pi the other day, I went to Noonan and I went to PC City to do my job. And I was pulled over three times by cops. And I was harassed once by an off-duty, off-duty cop. All white. Because I had food in place. Let's be honest. Because I was black and I was in a black man car. So that was easy. That was easy work. And until we're ready to get our own justice. Until you're ready to get your hands dirty. It's going to keep happening. We'll be having this discussion. We haven't had these discussions. We don't do it all the time. Y'all always say you don't want to. You don't want to keep just doing it. We didn't do Freddie Gray. We we didn't do. We haven't done nothing. We did Mike Brown because it was Mike we Brown. Did Mike Brown because it was an escalation. And it wasn't too far from Trayvon Martin. We've had two back to back, and here's something that's as quiet as hell. They weren't the only two. There've been like four or five police killings. They killed the Latino, the uh, black five Latino. brown guys. They, they killed another black. They killed a white guy too. I think. They killed a white guy in Noonan. That was a month ago. The other, the, the basketball black kid who was found rolled up in a match. Them kids got off. No one gets indicted. So this is another thing to you stupid fuckers who keep bringing up black on black crime. You idiots. Because what happens when one black person kills another black person. They get indicted. They get time. They have to go to trial. After murder, you don't go home. These cops not only go home, they go home with pet. And you idiots too busy want to argue about, what about Chicago? What about black on black? You're the idiot. You're helping the cause. Stop being stupid. Stop working for them. That's exactly what you're doing. And this is why we keep having the same problems over and over. Because we can't unite and do what we need to do to get our justice. This country wasn't set up for us to get justice as blacks. But it was set up for you to take it. Hell, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't free. They didn't give themselves freedom. They had to fight for their own freedom. America steeped in bloodshed. That's how they got everything they got is through bro- bloodshed. What makes you think 
You're going to get yours any different as a black individual. How do you think you're going to get anything different? So now we come to solutions. What's your solution? Well, first let's criticize some of the solutions that have been thrown out. Okay. So, Killer Mike. Let's start with him. Okay. I, well, I like Killer Mike. I think he can be the one who take it to the next one. Me personally. All right, but except for that black bank shit. I mean, just the whole... Support black business shit. We can, I think anybody will say support black business. But all motherfuckers are opening the nail salons and other. Niggas ain't even got nail salons. Whatever they got. It's not still. We don't have businesses that are day to day life businesses. Day to day businesses. He was saying go to a black grocery store. We can go from. Mar- we can go. He from Adderville. Martin Luther King. We can go from Fulton Industrial or Martin Luther King in up to goddamn the Georgia. Um, st- house, the Georgia Capitol, where Martin Luther King in. Name me one black grocery store on that whole street. I don't know. Name me one black grocery store in the city. There are some. I seen a link on Facebook, but I I can I can tell you where they are. Black Bank. It's only like three or four in the city. And when I say city, I mean like the greater metro area. So I'm not just speaking like Atlanta, just. It's like three or four in the city. Here's my thing. So, but you support what he's saying. I support some of what he's saying, but here's my thing when it comes to supporting black business. I agree with supporting black business. I do. There's two... I don't think it's the most conducive way to do things, and I'll tell you why. As bad as it may sound, man, it is not convenient to support black business. I mean, that's what we live in the world in. People don't want to mess with two things. They family or they money. So one of the things he was saying was... Hold on one minute. And I seen this on a, on her post uh, the other day. So uh, one of my Facebook friends asked a question. Do you guys actually feel like you're more likely to be killed by a cop than another black man? Which one? A of cop. course black. I feel black man. I live in a black area. I live in a black area. Black on black crime. So, how are you not going to get killed by a Listen, you're not going to be killed by a cop. But that's part of the problem. Just asking that question in and of itself is part of the problem. That's part of the problem. I'll tell you what. Both. They overpriced and underserved. <laughs> she says they overpriced and they underserved. They are. Both. <laughs> um, I haven't had... I, now, I believe every black man who's on this... Posts of every black man around have been have had some kind of run in with the law. I have. I've I been, have. I've been handcuffed twice before. You know, yeah. going for speeding. <laughs> Let me just put that out there. I have no criminal record, but I've been handcuffed at my job because I fit the description: a tall, slender guy, and I'm a short, fat guy. And uh, I've been handcuffed because the look at my car was stolen, and I've been handcuffed for looking at a cop. So, every black guy got a stir about police. So, I'm not going to sit here and that, like, police are off the hook. I can't do that. But your interactions are with black, more black people daily. So, I understand that. So, and here's another thing. We have to, at some point, realize that we're family and not just outsiders. So, we can't be afraid of each other. We can't be afraid of our younger brothers and sisters because they're younger brothers and sisters. We can't do that. I mean, that's almost like saying, you know, all black women are this or all black men are that. We can't do that. Those are stereotypes. Those are prejudices that we have amongst ourselves that they feed us and that we, we run on. We can't do that. Now more than enough, we need to come together, all of us, to achieve this one goal. Because here's the thing. If a black guy kills me, Q, if a black guy kills me, he's probably going to jail. Believe me. He's going to jail. But if a white cop kills me, he's get he's gonna get He'll two be at work paid. on Tuesday. He'll be to work. He'll get no, he's getting two weeks paid vacation and there'll be no indictment. And, and and that's the problem. So, now, what's the solution? Well, I we were talking about before you said how 
I think money is a solution. I don't think it's the immediate solution. I think in a lot of this, a lot of motherfuckers who get go in all this discussion, you know who's got went under the radar? Who? Is is couple people don't went up under the radar? You ever heard any more about the police officers? Maybe because the guy. No, and you won't. You haven't heard any more about the police officers. What about the police chief? What about the mayor in these situations? Which is what a black cop told me. Now I will say that the cop did say this. He was like, as far as the shooting in Dallas, I think it was it wasn't productive and it was wrong. And as far as the guys getting killed was wrong. He was like, if you want to do so, why didn't they kill the cops who killed them? That's what they should have did. Why kill innocent cops because it's uniform? That's not. Pr- I mean, his- I like it. I like that, and that's true. They should have took their lives. That's true justice. The only difference is the guy was in that. He wasn't in Minnesota or whatever. So, what do you mean? I mean, he, the guy you talking about was in Dallas. He just took out who he could take out, where he could take him out, at, right or wrong. Okay. So, what is your solution? I told you. We talk violence, and every not everybody's with violence. We talk money. Nah, tell me your solution. Don't I'm going to tell you. I think our immediate solution, like I told you before, I think the immediate solution is to turn up the heat on those people. And I'm not talking about the cops, because you can't get to the cops. They probably got them protected by another gang of police or whatever. You go to the police. I think we have to turn up the heat on the people in charge. So, like you do, if you go to Olive Garden and Olive Garden fuck up your meal, what can the waitress do? You go, you say, give me your manager. The manager can't do what you like. Get your district manager on the phone. Now, let me stop you here. Talk, tell me that radical shit you were saying. Fuck all this. And this is what I said before we did this. I don't want to hear none of this political shit. No, tell saying, me about the that. radical shit. Come on. That, we know that ain't going to Oh, happen. no. Well, tell me the radical shit. That's why we're doing this. Tell me what no, the radical... No, we're saying realistic stuff. No. The, what did you call it the other day? Oh, the functional integration. Oh, yo. I'm going to get to that. Tell okay. me that and tell me the radical shit. Okay, so my real solution. Right, come on with the shit. It's functional integration. So you sent a text saying, boycott this, boycott that. What was my response? Boycott white people. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what you want to say. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so how I really feel. I believe in functional integration, meaning I don't believe in interracial dating. I don't believe in interracial socializing unless it's for two reasons. Work or school. That's okay. it. Okay. And so that's how we can solve this. In my opinion, that's Functional one of my solutions. Functional integration. Only deal with these white people on a have-to basis. I have to go to school with you. I have to work with you. Once those times are over, I don't deal with you. That was my solution. That's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. See, I, I told you, say all the stuff you said. Okay, I told you. I named it Functional Integration. Integrate when you need to. Okay. That's my solution. All right. And what else? Is that it? That was the main one we talked about, right? Okay. That's your <laughs> All right, I don't believe in functional integration. <laughs> okay. That is a nice way to say segregation. <laughs> but you said that. segregation too. You said, why don't black cops just police black areas? That's segregation. I believe it should be. <laughs> what you said? Segregation. Crackers killing. They don't, they're not, I, yeah. So I, why I, go on a date with one? What you mean? Listen, the goal of this whole thing is not to. Segregate ourselves from each other. That is to, that is not the answer. I think that is the answer. No, I, I think that's counterproductive. I think what has to happen. You hit that. I think what has to happen at this point. Let's be real. Let's okay. be honest. Let's In mass, they won't until they're on the bottom. Until they've been through what we've been through, they really won't understand. Because every time I see black people posting white people who concerned it, the same two motherfuckers. Some old white lady who's talking the shit and the cop. So let's quit acting like they understand what it's like to be in a black person's shoes. In a black man's shoes, black woman's shoes. So let's stop all that. Hey, we all need to see, see it from each other's point of view. They're never going to see it from our point of view. Like, we're never going to see it from their point of view. So let's quit with all that fake stuff. Alright, so here's my long term. Learn term, what this has to do is our justice system. So cops have to be, cops have to, one, they have to have murder protocol. I agree with that. You, talk- bu- you bust somebody today, you don't go to jail and pay leave. Yeah, you don't, you, you don't go to, you I don't go home, the, excuse me, you don't go home, don't go home and pay leave. You go to jail, and then you have to have a bond hearing, then you have to go through the proper steps to get out of jail, then you have to have a trial and things of that nature. And I think they should do the same thing if the guy is unarmed. They have to go through the same steps. 
or especially when it's this kind of video uh, that you're seeing. One. So until we get our justice system to do what it needs to do, I think boycotting. I think protesting and let's have a sit down and let's talk and hold hands is not the way to go. I think these crackers push Martin Luther King on you because that's the because they give you the illusion that that's the only thing that was that was done to get your segregation freedom, and it wasn't. It was a whole bunch of groups that they call radical, which are not which is not radical. These crackers call it radical because you want to fight for your your rights. But they've been killing in the name of your rights for a long time. I don't hear them motherfuckers saying that radical about Black Wall Street. So I think what we have to do is hit them in their pocket and boycott where it counts. That's what I think. Unless you're going to be with that violent shit. And I'm with it. I'm with it. Y'all want to go to the square and start killing these motherfuckers and get it? Let's go. But how many people are going to do that when you have coons like the gang? Setting a GoFundMe for some cracker cop in Arkansas because he plays with little black children. So how likely is it that we're going to get that kind of results? We have nigger mayors like a scenery and excellent like Andrew Young and some coon chief saying, hey, my cops can't keep working like that. Unlovable little brats. And Andrew Young called them unlovable little brats. So... Listen, Andrew John, John Lewis, please just go ahead and die already. You've served your purpose. You're no use to us as of now. At all. You're in the way. Period. You're worse than them. So boycotting in theory sounds great, but give us a real practical boycott. Boycott Walmart. Boycott the shit out of them. Don't buy toilet paper out of that. So... Help me understand correlate the two. Because I talked to you about it. I don't see the correlation between them. It's about money and it's about violence. We're not going to be violent, so you need to show how strong you are as far as money is concerned. And this doesn't just go to blacks. If you're white and you think that this has got to be despicable, then you boycott them too. But if your money shows it, because our Congress is bought. Our Senate is bought. Our presidents, they're bought. So they keep losing money then these individuals that really have a voice, because money, in a capitalistic society, money rules. Money is the currency. So if money rules, then you hit the rich, super rich, where it hurts. And if you hit somebody like Walmart's children, and you cripple them, then they'll be one to be like, hey, black lives matter. But until then, because we're not going to do no gangster shit, Let's be honest. Like I told you, you want to go get it done, let's go. It's me and you. But it can be me and you now. And we're going to get this justice. It won't be me and you. We'll be a footnote on the wrong side of history. We'll be two insane, radical niggers. Terrorists. We'll be terrorists. Instead of two smart, intelligent black men who saw that the only way to receive what was due was through this one. And they won't see that that way. Because you will not give us justice in your system. Because we've asked for justice. There is no way George Zimmerman should be walking free. There is no way that the killers of Tamir Rice should be walking free. Well, let's leave Zimmerman out of this because that's a... That's let's, the silver suit. Let's, way, talk, let's talk about cops. Either way. There's no way that Tamir Rice should be walking free. The killers of him should be walking free. No way that Eric Gardner's killers should be walking free. Sean Bell killers should be walking free. What's the guy on the dark? The Oscar on the one that made the Fruitville Station. Oscar Grant. Oscar Grant. There's no way they should be walking free. Sandra Bland. These are instances. And these are the ones that you know and see. A police have killed over 500 individuals this year. And those are the ones you don't see. Everybody don't make it on tape. So, they're not acting in a civil manner. And even the ones that makes it, make it out, the way that police are even speaking or acting is not, it doesn't... And that's what I was saying earlier. It's such a disconnect because they don't see that... 
You on a job. You shouldn't be cursing. You shouldn't be loud. You shouldn't be none of that. I'm not even talking about that. No, I'm talking about that. I'm saying there's a way to act when you're at work. You have to be professional. Correct? No. So when you're on your job, this isn't nothing that's playful or recreational. You don't curse. You don't act in a certain manner. And especially as a cop and as a, as a vehicle of assistance, you don't act in that manner. So if we're not going to, if they're not going to give us justice, which they never will, then you have to take it. Malcolm X said it best. It doesn't matter if it's a four-legged dog or a two-legged dog. If they're against you, just you put that dog down. And the media is not going to show you all the cops that's being killed. Because they don't want to show them no, they don't want to show any weakness. But you said it best. How many people are really going to go there? Like, man, you talk, but we're not going to go there. So, you go there, I go there. Well, let's just say we're not going to go there. Okay. So then boycott is an easier method. Or functional integration. Don't deal with it. That's not a method that's even worth even discussing. Why? Because it sets us backwards. That's not even. That's not helpful. The stuff you're saying isn't practical. Boycott is practical. You can fucking boycott Walmart and go to Kroger's and Target and get all the shit that you want. Right now, there's a boycott. There's supposed to be a boycott going on. And you even laugh because you know that. No. I laugh because it's supposed to be a secret for some reason. I don't know why. But there's supposed to be a boycott going on Target. Don't go to Target. Which isn't hard because who fucking goes to Target? I feel like it needs to be Walmart. Target's already in fucking. And there's a Walmart on Cleveland Avenue. You think if a boycott start on? I haven't been to that Walmart. You think? Okay, you one person. You think that's going? There's a Kroger and a and a Walgreens on Cleveland Avenue. There's nothing you don't have to get out of that. You can get out of that. I agree with that, but I don't think people will Walmart got the lowest price, which goes right back to our problem with all these. What a problem! We're, we're a big part of the problem. We're a huge problem. We can't unite to do nothing. You say, let's stop going, don't go to Popeye's. Niggas will be like, I, I eat Popeye's on Tuesday every day. I mean, you have to be able to sacrifice to get what you need. Unless you're waiting for you to be next. Because guess what? You're next, black man, black woman. You're next. Brown, you're next. Your, your family member, they're next. So right now, if y'all not going to be with the let's kill them too, then you need to be with the let's boycott. Functional integration, I don't subscribe to it. I think boycotting is a pipe dream. So I guess. So I guess. <laughs> tell a friend to tell a friend. At digitaldaring.com, thank you guys for listening. This has been another I'll, sad day in America. Another, another and, day in America. And we still don't have a fucking solution. Boycott. That's the solution. That's the solution in the American camp. That's the easiest solution. Functional Boycott. integration. We're already there. Crackers be in that neighborhood. We be in ours. Just take it to the next level. Anyway, digitaldaren.com. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. That's a fucking shit.